0: Episode 291, July 27th, 2017.
1: You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast.
0: Podcasting since 2010. Are you ready?
2: It's the Jeep Talk
0: Show. With Tammy on Wrangler. Tell
3: you, Josh on
4: Cherokee. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Well, what in the hell cat was just spotted? Well, about a year and a half ago, you know, little pun there. Uh, about a year and a half ago, at one of the most iconic Jeep events in modern history, Jeep officials unveiled some of the most stunning Jeep concept vehicles we have ever seen. One of them definitely stood out from the rest. The Jeep Trailcat concept debuted during the 50th annual Easter Jeep Safari in Moab, Utah. As one of the seven concepts shown at the event, the Trailcat was probably one. Well, the one that got the most press. Heck, even at almost two years later, we're still talking and drooling over the even the idea of something like this becoming a reality. And a reality it is. This week, our friends over at Four Wheeler Magazine were out and about doing their usual awesome story gathering when it was spied. Now, calling these spy photos, however, really wouldn't make much sense because, well, there's nothing secret about a bright fluorescent green Jeep going on a gas run. So, is this just a company exec's idea of an afternoon joy ride? Or is there something more to this? Well, there is no question that we know what we are looking at here. I mean, who wouldn't instantly recognize the one and only Trailcat? Even if you weren't at the, Easter, the 50th Easter Jeep Safari or saw any of the millions of press photos of this thing after the fact, well, you would certainly see the large black letters spelling out Trailcat across the hood lines. But seeing this concept Jeep out and about in public begs the question: Will Jeep go to market with this monster? Or, more realistic question, is Jeep using this as a test mule for a new 2019 model year high-performance Wrangler, set to debut alongside the new JL model at the LA Auto Show? Well, one thing's for certain, the market is ripe for a vehicle as mean and nasty as this Jeep is, concept or not. And with offerings from Ford, Chevy, and Ram, it might not be so far-fetched to think of a production Wrangler using the super-powered Hellcat motor. Now Jeep has already put a version of the put a version of it in the Grand Cherokee, so why not throw it in a Wrangler, right? Well, for one, trusting us with 707 horsepower in a 5,350-pound vehicle SUV with 295/45/20 section tires and a proper roof is already insane enough. But putting this much power in a lifted Wrangler with massive 40-inch BFG crawler tires and a roll cage. Eh, it might be a little difficult to handle. <laughs> Witnessing in our lifetime a 707-horsepower Hellcat-powered Wrangler go into production would be like a wet dream coming true. And for any granola-eating Birkenstock-wearing tree-huggers, it's probably a heinous nightmare. Which is probably why it's not going to happen. So win-win. However, I, yeah, I don't think that something like an SRT Wrangler serving up this much raw attitude is entirely out of the question. Now, maybe something a little more down-to-earth is more realistic, though like a Wrangler powered by a high-output version of the new turbocharged Hurricane 4-cylinder engine, which realistically can put out more than 300 horsepower with that setup. Alternatively, maybe a turbocharged Pentastar V6 could be in the cards, which could very well put us in that 400 horsepower range quite easily. Regardless of what direction Jeep chooses to go with this ultimate off-roader, if they do anything at all, it's sure fun to fantasize about the possibilities, isn't it? Hey, what do you guys think of this? Got something to say about a 700 horsepower Wrangler? Well, give us a call. 530-675-4102 and leave us a voicemail telling us what you think. Well, is it just a jeeper or is it a hero? You decide. Let's go from the stuff that dreams are made out of to the stuff that heroes are made out of. Ordinarily, I don't throw that word around too much. After all, it carries with it the image of an ultra-strong, brave, and courageous person. Well, I think that all that and more describes the actions of one particular jeeper in Little Rock, Arkansas recently. Jeepers are known all around the nation, if not the world, for our willingness to help those in need, whether it be a fellow jeeper on the trail or those less fortunate in need of a little charity. Well, it was no act of charity, however, when earlier this week, Tim Lincoln, the owner of a Jeep Wrangler, saw a woman in the drive-thru of a local Chick-fil-A restaurant being carjacked. He saw what was was happening and sprung into action. Unbeknownst to Mr. Lincoln, the suspect had just fled from police, who were in pursuit. According to police reports, the incident started just before 1 p.m., when officers responded to a shoplifting call at a Home Depot, located in the same parking lot as Chick-fil-A. The suspect reportedly became unruly with officers and led them on a foot chase. The suspect tried to carjack a female in her car in the drive through line at Chick-fil-A, and that is when jeeper Tim Lincoln rammed his jeep right into the carjacked vehicle in order to stop the car. Yeah. It's unsure exactly what happened next, but apparently police then fired shots at the suspect, hitting and injuring him. The female was not injured, who was in the car at the time, and the suspect was taken into custody and was taken to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Where he was beaten <laughs> severely. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Lincoln, the owner of the Jeep, had no idea if the suspect was armed or if he even had a gun. All he knew was he'd, if he didn't stop this car, there would have been countless accidents and injuries had this criminal been left to turn, in, uh, turn a foot chase into a high-speed pursuit through Little Rock. Now, I want to personally commend Mr. Lincoln on his actions. He did a selfless act for no more reason than it was the right thing to do. I can't say that I, you, or any one of us would have done the same thing or if we would have just pulled out our cell phones and started recording, which in (laughs) other headlines seems to be how people are raising their kids nowadays. But Tim did the right thing. He stopped a criminal damaging his own vehicle to do so and by doing so, very well may have saved the life of the suspect and anyone else on the road that day that the suspect could have ran into. Well, I want to thank all of you out there who help us out each and every week by submitting stories for This Week in Jeep. If you guys have a response to any one of our stories or you got something you think we should be reporting on, by all means, let us know. Shoot us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com.
0: So I'm just leaving the, uh, the image, that last image uh, up, Josh. I just want to uh, make a quick comment. Uh, if, you, if you look at the, uh, what is that, a Toyota?
4: Um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what kind of vehicle it is. It is obviously an import, um, a little sedan of some kind or another, but, uh, but yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. Okay, go ahead. Well, I mean, clearly in the picture that we're showing up on the screen now, and this is a picture of, of Tim Lincoln's Jeep, which had plowed into this vehicle to stop it. A nice plow job too. Yeah. You'll (laughs) notice that, well, the car Is pretty well munched up. The hood is is just completely tacoed, the lights and the bumper all pushed down. I mean he full on, head-on collision into this guy to stop him from going any further. The Jeep, however, I don't think it suffered a whole lot of damage. (laughs) Really I mean, the fenders are intact. I don't see any gap in the hood at, at, at no. all. Uh-huh. I think maybe the bumper might have gotten bent a little bit. Maybe the bumprette on the side or something like that. Well, uh, oh, that's just
0: an excuse to go with a uh, replacement aftermarket bumper. You know, <laughs> I think
4: I think he found himself <laughs> a, yeah, an excuse to, to go to, a, to an aftermarket bumper. Well, but well, nonetheless, I mean, you look at, at just the, the, the stout, yeah. the, 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 the brutality of this Jeep and how it it, it held this other car at bay. By running into it, and I, I'm going to imagine that he was able to drive away from the scene, obviously after police, you know, gave him the permission to do so uh, under the vehicle's own power without having uh, having it towed away.
0: I'm thinking that if the, if the uh, the suspect the it was a is a gamer, he was immediately screaming hacker whenever he got pinned in because <laughs> he had this plan of being you know going down the Hacker, you're hacking. But no, what I was going to say was if you look at that uh, that side window on the passenger side. You can see the bullet holes. And I just want to mention, excellent grouping. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a stressful situation. And that's excellent grouping of the shots. <laughs> Which, if you're a passenger in the car, uh, you, uh, you appreciate uh, good grouping. <laughs> Well, the passenger in
4: the car was also taken to the hospital, but just as a precaution, she did not have any injuries. But the police and paramedics on the scene thought it would be good to have her oh, checked yeah. out by medical professionals. In 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 any
0: case, yeah, uh, just I, I, I'm just going to do like the uh, you see on TV where they say, "No, I'm not going. I don't want to go. I'm fine. I don't want to waste all that time." <laughs> so many people go to the go to the hospital and they don't need to, uh, but you should. Uh, just this my own personal uh, my own personal choice there.
4: Well, I'm going right now then. <laughs> <laughs> hey do you guys want to be heard maybe typing is easier for you than leaving a voicemail well now we've got it set up to where your tweets display right on the screen as we record the show that's right your tweets will now be displayed at the bottom of the screen during the live show just add hashtag jts live during the live show and watch for your tweet at the bottom of the youtube video remember that's hashtag jts live
0: Hey, is the Jeep Talk Show just not enough for you? Need more? Well, we have more for you. Yeah, we do. (laughs) It's called the Jeep Talk Call-In Show. Just go to YouTube.com slash Jeep Talk Show on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Tammy and I will have a guest to interview. Then we'll turn it over to you, the listeners. Boy, that sounds like a bad mic, doesn't it? All you need is a a phone and a voice, or a voice and a phone. We don't care. Uh, The Jeep Talk Call-In Show, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time on YouTube.com slash JeepTalkShow. And, hey, Jeepers, be
4: sure to catch out the last
0: episode, number 48,
4: where Tony and Tammy talk to Eric from the one and only Tuffy Security Products and TuffyProducts.com. It's
5: the Jeep Talk
4: Show Call-In Show with Tammy and Tony.
6: You know as well as I do, it's in everybody's mind, what do you do with all this stuff? And when you're at the movie theater and you're you know, scrambling before you go in to put all your stuff and hide it underneath a towel in the back <laughs> seat or something, Right. that's where we come in. That's where we can help you because we make steel security consoles that go between the seats. We make a steel lockbox that goes behind the seat cure all your gear when you can't take it all with you. So this J truck, it's a, right now it's kind of a mix and match. It started out in 1974 as a brown on white. And it was a really nice, um, really sharp color. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. lately I have to admit that there's a little bit of red showing up in there. um, rust. (laughs) So... Yeah, it is I'm just not happy a, about it, but um, uh, yes, neither, see it's there, color
0: now. neither is Tammy. But I'm telling you, this is this is the thing about Jeeps. They want to go red. Every, every Jeep wants to be red. And just let it go red. <laughs> so as you can tell, we had a fun interview with Eric. And uh, yeah, Tammy talked too. It wasn't just me. <laughs> it was a lot of me. Uh, I get excited when we have a guest. Josh, it's just, it's just fun talking to these people and finding out all this great information. And that's what now, you need to do. Speaking of letting things go... <laughs> I don't know about the whole red jeep comment, though. I don't know. <laughs> so the uh, the 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 kids love it, Josh. Uh, but the uh, the it, it, it's a lot of great information over there about Tuffy products. And uh, oh, gee, there was something I'm there was something out that they, they did for us. Oh yeah, it's a promo code thing. I, you know, it's great for you guys. I, I can't say that I'm uh, I'm all that happy with it. But uh, well, let me just let you listen here. I think Tammy remembered for me.
2: Hey, Tony and Josh, it's me again. Um, I just wanted to remind everyone about the Jeep Talk Call-In Show, Um, just in case Tony forgot, um, because I think he'll conveniently forget this one. Um, We had Eric from Tuffy Products with us, and we were talking about all the great products that Tuffy has, and there was even some that I started putting in my shopping cart, but I decided to hold off on purchasing them because Eric mentioned he was going to get all our listeners, a coupon code you can get 10% off and free ground shipping in the lower 48 states. Now, the coupon code is drum roll, Black Jeeps Rock, no spaces. So, again, I figured Tony might forget this. The coupon code at Tuffy Products.com for 10% off and free ground shipping for the lower 48 is Black Jeeps Rock. So, have fun shopping. Ooh, red jeeps are sexy.
0: <laughs> oh, damn it! Finger slipped. Uh, so uh, uh, I'll just I'll just mention that that and these are Eric's words in the email that he sent to us after the show and gave it when he gave us the code. Uh, yeah. That's on any Tuffy product, any size oh, wow. Tuffy product. They make some big metal boxes, people. So if you if you've been thinking about buying something from Tuffy, you've you'd been on the fence. Now's the time to get it. If you're not thinking about Tuffy products, you need to go over there and have a look because damn, they make make good stuff. I mean, really yeah, good stuff. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, well, listen to the whole interview. Uh, by the end of the interview, you're gonna hate Eric like I did because he's in a beautiful <laughs> state. He's got a I can't remember. I think it was a J10, uh, Jeep truck, which you heard him talking about in the yeah. the promo there, he, and uh, that he takes off road uh, and uh, he rides his bicycle to work. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's just this, and he's been there for like 13 years. So, uh, he knows the products very well. Uh, he's more than uh, willing to speak with any of you guys uh, on the phone. So just go over there, listen to the interview, get all that information. I think it, uh, you'll have a lot of fun and uh, save yourself a lot of money and you won't be losing your stuff. Uh, especially in the uh, the Wranglers where it's just basically open to the the world and, uh, oh, uh, and listen for the million dollar idea that I gave Eric during the, uh, during the episode. Well, hey, speaking of uh, keeping your things locked up, uh,
4: we've got uh, next week an interview with Jason from Bolt Lock coming up on the next call show. So be sure to join us Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time over on YouTube.com slash Jeep Talk Show.
0: So they do some stuff with uh, various products that they match up the lock like a, um, a two-inch receiver lock. Uh, uh, bo- what do you call those things receive, that lock well, them?
4: Re- Yeah, they they I mean they do padlocks, they they do um, you know, locks for your toolbox or whatever. They they even do a, a hitch a receiver lock. There we go. That's what um, I'm a, to you. You know, hitch pin lock. Um, and it's all they can match it up to your Jeep key. So no more, you know, oh, you know, which key is it? Oh no. no oh, do you I remember know. to grab the key for the trailer, you know, none of that stuff. You use the the key for your Jeep. These guys are awesome. I've actually seen their products in person. Boltlock.com will have an interview with Jason from Boltlock. Uh, Next week.
0: Yep, yep. Looking forward to it. And we've been looking forward to this. We're uh, we're trying to. Well, Josh isn't because I told you to get a napkin before the show, Josh. I I hope you did. Paper towel around. Well, just use your shirt. Uh, It's fine. Uh, If you use the inside, you you don't have to uh, change it. Uh, Anyway, this is uh, our uh, our wonderful food segment. Gina is uh, stepping up a bit, trying to give us uh, food segments uh, once a month, and uh, we had one last month, and we're squeaking this one in at the the very end so uh, Gina never disappoints so here we go let's uh, let's see what uh, Gina's cooking up today
1: guys I'm Gina with now news and I'm back with the Jeep talk show this month showing you my favorite summertime picnic trail food ideas so I'm gonna show you tonight some um, wraps I love to take wraps, especially in the summer. It's National Picnic Month right now, so I wanna tell you how I make my wraps and also the great trail food uh, snacks that I take along because this time of the year, it's too hot, too muggy. No one wants to cook underneath the hood of the Jeep and have, you know, really hot food. We all want that cool, refreshing food and snacks while we're out jeeping this summer, so I'm gonna show you those. First one that I do, Sweet and salty, I love sweet and salty. So I take popcorn and then I add to it some pretzels and then also M&Ms, do any type of M&Ms that you want. If you wanna do uh, peanut or pretzel M&Ms and then these little either Reese's Pieces or Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, just the little minis and then I mix all of that up. If you can see here, I mix that up. I also then throw it into a resealable bag, put the top on that, and my husband and I love to just get into that when we're out on the trail, just a little bit of a snack and we know what's in it. Um, We made it ourselves, so I love to do that. And that's one of the uh, snacks that I love to do, especially in the summer. Now, this one, Tammy, you're going to like, okay? Because I know, Tammy, you like your wine. And this <laughs> is something you can do. Of course, we're not drinking wine on the trail. Uh, this is a a great water idea that you can do that keeps your water nice and cold. So you're gonna take your ice cube tray, along with whatever fresh fruit that you have. Right now in Michigan, we have fresh cherries and fresh blueberries, Um, so I take just some fruit, I throw it in an ice cube tray, and then I put water over it. That is then gonna go inside my uh, trail cup, and now I have water that's gonna stay cold cause the ice cubes will melt with some grapefruit. Now, Tammy, I know you like your wine so you can do the same thing with wine and sangria. Um, so for later when you're done trail riding, Tammy, this is perfect for you. So leftover wine, that's what you're gonna do. Now for the kids, this is a good thing. These little things are called milk magic. There's strawberry, chocolate, different flavors, cookies and cream. You just bring along when you're having water and you're having, um, and be some Powerade vitamin water, whatever, in your cooler, grab some milk for the kids, just regular white milk. And the kids are gonna be like, I don't know, why do I want milk on the trail? These are so cool because they actually dissolve in and they'll have strawberry and cookies and cream. Keep kids happy on the trail, these are great. I'm also gonna show you my wraps that we love to do uh, in the summer. So here's how I make those. I start by putting garden vegetable cream cheese on wraps, followed by some shredded cheddar cheese. I then add some sliced turkey, along with some shredded lettuce, sliced red onions, and some cherry tomatoes. I then add this great boar's head chipotle mayonnaise, and then I roll that wrap up, cut it in half, and you have this amazing chipotle cheddar turkey wrap perfect for the trail pair that with my sweet and salty popcorn and pretzels and my fruit infused water and it is a cool refreshing summertime picnic great for the trail all right i hope you guys enjoy my chipotle cheddar turkey wrap just as much as we do on the trail So have some fun this summer, get out there jeeping, let me know where you guys are going, what your favorite trails are. We're heading back out west in September, so make sure you're following me on nomnews.com, subscribe. Uh, to my website and also at the top of my website you'll see all my social media channels i love to facebook live and instagram stories all of the places that we go what i'm cooking every day uh, things that are going in my cookbook and also uh some great trails that we are out jeeping so go ahead and make sure you subscribe i hope you enjoyed trail food this great wrap and i'm gonna go and dig into it and Eat some more popcorn and pretzels and M and So, all right, happy picnic month, everyone. See you next time. Back to you guys, Josh, Tony, and
7: Tammy.
4: Mm. Oh, man, those those wraps. So I, you know, you guys I, really. This is why you
0: need to watch the live <laughs> show because <laughs> seriously, I'm Spicy. over here. I can Good. barely contain. I'm wiping my <laughs> mouth here. Oh, I, I know I've said it before. I got to say it again. How are these people not 700 pounds? And I don't, I, I don't mean, understand. I don't mean. Uh, (laughs) together. I mean, individually. (laughs) There's so much good food. I mean, can you imagine just driving out on the trail, just munching the whole time? I mean, Oh, just amazing! I mean, I bring a lot
4: of snacks and stuff with me, anyways. I I like to eat. I'm a big yeah. eater, and 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 I like to, especially out in the wilderness. I I like to have snacks and and things that I can just grab and munch on and stuff on when I'm on the trail. But I also love to have a good meal when I'm out there, because I'm yes. when I go out out for you know wheeling adventure. It's an all day thing. I'm leaving at the crack of the morning, you know, and I don't, I don't get back until usually around supper time. And so I need to have a full meal when I'm out on the trail. Just snacking all day. Is not going to cut it. Right. Stuff like this? Oh, my God. No, this with those cherry tomatoes and the red onions. Oh, the red onions. And, and, onions. and that
0: is mayo. Are you hitting me right now? Oh. So, so if, good. if you okay. guys would like to know more about Gina, we've actually done an interview with her. And if you go back to episode 46 on the Jeep Talk Call-In Show, just go to jeeptalkshow.com and uh, just do a search there uh, on the page for Gina, and you'll find that. Uh, uh, Man. that, that episode, episode 46 and a lot of great information there. And I remember one of the things that I had to ask was how are they able to go all over the country like this? You know, the, the, was there a, uh, somebody win the lottery or something? <laughs> and, uh, there was a, a great answer that made complete sense. Uh, it's a witness relocation program, uh, oh. which I don't understand why she's doing stuff on the internet. But, you know, there you go. Whatever works for her. No, it's, uh, listen to the episode. You can find out uh, what she told us, how she's able to, uh, to do all these things. Uh, and uh, we were certainly happy she is. Yeah, those red onions. I love red onions. I, I told my dad one time that all of us love these onions. I think we called them purple onions. And uh, he said, uh, well, you should make you a sandwich with it. This gets you two pieces of bread, mayonnaise, and cut you a nice big thick slice of, of onion. And my dad never did mess with me. I think he was dead serious. <laughs> i don't know about all that <laughs> yeah.
4: and i looked I, mean, at him. I like i like onions as much as the next guy but that even Ooh. that's taking things a little i, little, I, little I looked far. at
0: him uh, and i was like okay <laughs> i did not fix me an onion sandwich and to this day i've never had one but you know for a second there i thought because they really are very good uh boy but talk about a taste in your mouth that would rival doritos in the morning Okie dokie. Well, great, uh, great having Gina back on and, uh, hopefully we will see her again next month.
4: You're listening to a four by four radio network
0: podcast.
4: On the Jeep talk show is a proud member of the four by four radio network. Just visit four X four radionetworkcom That's four x four radionetworkcom You can learn more about the four by four podcast, the center steer podcast, and even the trail chasers podcast. Of course, we're there too.
3: Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't nah, shut up. Shut up, Shane. Hey. <laughs> shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G Mama.
4: Well, ordinarily it would be, but Tammy's not in studio tonight. That's why you guys
0: haven't exactly heard her in the capacity that you normally do. Right.
4: But she's called ahead and is going to let us know about her
0: latest wheeling trip. First off, I thought we would uh, play the reason uh, why she's not here tonight. Why is it? I I I'm assuming that it's just
4: one of her you know many vacations or something that she that she takes well, about every seventh week or something like that.
0: But she she gets sick occasionally and uh, well um, let's, let's just listen. Uh
2: Tony, uh Josh this is Tabby. <coughs> um I just really, really don't feel good. Um I don't <coughs> I don't think I'm gonna be able to do the show. That sounds familiar, Josh.
0: I, I think I've heard this, this before. <laughs> is she is she fake idiot? oh my goodness oh well i think we we know what's happened to tammy oh well i, I just don't know uh if i can trust these uh last minute sick call-ins now because uh, that sounds a lot like the last one that we that she was last sick josh yeah and I, I think we had we found somebody giving us pictures of her out at roush creek but, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> well apparently she wasn't sick this past weekend because uh, she was at uh, roush creek so let's see what uh, what happened
2: Hey, Tony and Josh, it's Tammy here. Um, I hope you guys are having a good show. Right about now, I'm getting a little shut eye because in about three hours, we're getting up and heading to Michigan City, Indiana for our little trip. And on the way back, I'm so excited, I'm going to be able to tour the Jeep plant in Toledo. So anyway, real quick, I just wanted to share with you guys some exciting stuff that happened to me this past weekend. A couple of firsts. First, we wheeled on greens and mostly blue trails. And I decided that I've moved up a level in my wheeling. My it's a whole new level of confidence that I have. And it's so exciting that Every trail I did, which were quite rocky and lots of obstacles, um, I didn't need a spotter once. So I'm moving up, I'm getting better, and the confidence I'm gaining, and soon I'm going to be on black trails. I'm so excited. Okay, I have 30 seconds. The other thing is, um, and I know you guys are going to make fun of me. After the sh- after I talk here, oh, so go heard ahead, about this. make fun away. Um, I got stuck for the first time. <laughs> Not really stuck, but yeah, was hung stuck. up <laughs> on a tree stump. There's lots of tree stumps. Anyway, I have like ten seconds. So We just nudged me out, and it was good to go. So you guys have a great night, and my time is up.
0: So she didn't get stuck, Josh. It only required a nudge, but the bottom line is is that her Jeep was unable to move on its own, which I think would be technically called stuck.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Hung up, sure. (laughs) Well, I guess if you if if uh, if you were able to get out of your own power, and maybe you just needed to to you know take it to a little different line. I you know I don't know if it's stuck. To me, stuck is when you need a yank, when you need to pull, or you need to you need to start you know pulling some winch line. Uh, that that's stuck. If you can just manipulate the wheels back and forth a little bit, or or somebody come up and just give you this just little bit of a nudge from the with a bumper ah, eh, come on that's not stuck
0: oh what could be in a suck up man she was she was stuck we you know remember that thing when she said she didn't need that's a winch because she was never gonna get stuck it didn't happen <laughs> no there's a picture it's on social oh, media okay. it, she's right. she was on a, a rock i believe on her differential or right right next to it so uh but you remember that time when she said i'm not gonna need a winch because i'm not gonna get stuck yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well it yeah. happened Yes, yeah, it, it will happen, though. It I, will happen. Well, she had the and courage then, to actually uh, to uh, actually admit to it, though.
4: Well, I'm sure it was a learning lesson, learning experience.
0: Yeah, but that just means you got to keep the pedal all the way to the floor, and then you don't have to worry about <laughs> no. that. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> she just needed an inch, and she would have cleared it. it. You know, 60 miles an hour, it wouldn't have been a problem. All right, well, let's get over to some reviews. Hey, it's easy or EVB to give us a review on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, even on YouTube. Did we miss your review? Email us at info. Uh, info. <laughs> well, it is at info at jeeptalkshow So we're going to start with uh, Jessica McFad, and thank you for not giving me a difficult name. Josh uh, yeah. gave us five stars. Now I don't know about this. Tammy makes this show. See, she's she's out there promoting herself as the 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 main person of Jeep Talk Show. I know it. I, I know that she's got cards made up and everything. Uh, but uh, anyway, it says her perspectives are spot on about the Jeep consumer and her views are optimistic and fresh. Love her energy. Yeah, we got another
4: one here, uh, which isn't really as much a review as it is more of a comment, but Royal Barber wrote into the show to share with us his guilt. And I'm sure that there's <laughs> many of you out there that will feel his pain. He writes, when I'm not driving my Wrangler, I apologize to every Wrangler I pass and say, if I was in my YJ, I would have waved. You know, I think we can all relate to wanting to throw up a couple of fingers, throw the hand out the window, you know, give that little bit of a Jeep wave to the Jeep that's coming by, but you're in your daily commuter, and no, the, the Hondas don't get a Jeep wave.
0: Well, you know, um, gosh, I just if, if you wave and you're not in a Jeep, people think you're from the country. Because everybody waves in the, at least in Texas. What did Texas, you just throw at me? <laughs> yeah, at least in Texas, whenever you're in the you know out of the cities and into the countryside, everybody uh, everybody that comes head on to you they wave at you. Uh, it, it's it's so wild i don't know if it, if you see anything like that out in the sticks uh, in oregon uh, or not josh but that's a maybe it's just a texas thing but it's very interesting i think that's
4: a little bit more of a texas thing but, you, but yeah
0: you know you look at the person that's in the uh, the driver passenger seat uh, passenger I've seat got next an to ocd you. thing with that
4: anyways I, I look at people in other cars that's
0: oh I, do you whenever they're, they're driving oh, by constantly Oh, that just drives a me bad habit my wife does that she turns her whole damn head and looking at and would, oh, no, would you I don't stop neck. would you stop doing that why they're going there why you're looking <laughs> at them <laughs> start messing with their nose and wondering if they got something hanging out and it's just like uh, oh gee and i just uh, mine is eyes straight ahead but i do look at the people coming on uh and anytime there's a jeep i'm i'm watching for that wave
4: oh no you know absolutely i i completely dissect every jeep that that, that rolls by me as like, i'm looking i was like oh, what kind of tires does he have what kind of tread oh, yeah. does he have left right, what kind of armor is he rolling what are those shocks and you know i'm i completely dissect the jeep when they when they roll past me and and uh and it does kill me because i i it's been you know a year since i've been able to drive my jeep and so it, it's like that that twitch I, I see a jeep coming and it's like my <laughs> muscle memory and i am like pulling my arm back down and,
0: no stay down do you ever, uh, whenever you see a Jeep coming on straight on uh, towards you and you see all the uh, LED lights they have uh, adorning the Jeep, do you think, but I wonder if they have any lockers? <laughs> That's a big thing on the internet right now.
4: Oh, yeah. No, I uh, always <laughs> wonder if it's like, okay, you've, you've got every uh, you know every little bit of accessory that you could bolt onto this, you know, armor and bumpers and, and, and winch-wise, recovery points up the yin-yang, and you've got enough lights to turn night into day, but then you're open and open.
0: Yeah. What's going on here, pal? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you can buy all that stuff for a damn sight cheaper than locking the Jeep. And the, 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 yeah, the, the biggest, well, at least half the cost is, is having it done. And I don't know about you, Josh, but I don't feel comfortable doing my diffs uh, on my Yeah,
4: that's, that's one thing. I mean, I know how to do it. I know the, the steps, the procedures, and, and I even have a dial indicator um, and oh, whatnot. Wow. And I've, I've, um, I, when I uh, did the locker in my Dana 30 in, in, on the uh, Cherokee, uh, it was one of those things where it's like okay I'm going to go just go through the motions even though this is a lunchbox locker that I'm putting in and I don't really have to worry about the backlash you know or, or re- readjusting resetting anything like that right. I'm just going to check just you know go through the motions I'm just going to do this just to sort of you know teach myself a little bit along the way of of things to look out for and how to you know how to th- I will say this I, the, the dial indicator that I have uh, even though the arm is 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 you know it locks into position nice and well, the dial is um is very accurate and all that, uh, I have a clamp base and not a magnetic base. And that's oh. the one thing that I wish that I would have bought. I was like, well, I didn't want to spend the extra thirty bucks to get the, the magnetic mount um versus the you know
0: the 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 oh, uh, locking on. Adding a, lock adding, adding a magnet doesn't cost 30 bucks. I mean, I don't yeah, blame you there. You
4: go, go shop for these. Go shop for a good dollar Oh, they're expensive. In case, they're they're out, a couple hundred bucks. They can get very expensive very quick. And so, you know, I I knew that I wasn't going to be getting into doing a whole lot of um, of right. gearing That wasn't going to be something that I was going to get into. But I wanted to have these tools just in case. That sure. Okay, all right. You know, I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on this. I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to do it myself. And now I don't have... All of the, like the setup bearings and, and all of that stuff, and you know, to do something like an eight and a quarter locker, or you know, to set up a, a nine inch or something like that. Um, but you know, nonetheless, this gave me enough information as a baseline measurement. Be like, okay, you know, things are where they should be, and they're within tolerance and spec. But both before and after my installation, so one, I know what I'm doing. Two, I, I verified that I haven't done anything that's going to screw up the the differential or the Jeep. And three, I just kind of sort of taught myself a little something, at least going through the motions as far as how this is done. Well, that's and obviously ex-
0: there was there was a lot of research that went into it ahead of time to make sure that I was doing what I was supposed to be And doing. that's the exact time to check this thing That's when it's right. Because when you start checking it when it's wrong and you don't know for sure how you're using the tool, you don't know if you're right. doing it right. So it was really good that you did that. It's uh, uh, good good to know. And then you can check in the future if you have any questions about your your front, front diff, if it's still set the way you uh, you wrote everything Damn. down. So, well, good, good, good. You got tech questions?
4: Uh, what do I have? A, we have answers. Oh, that's good because I, I it's tech talk with Jeep right talk. Da-ho. Well, I wish I would have had some answers for you guys this week, but if you're stuck in the middle of your build, perhaps you're not getting the information you need from those other forums. Maybe you're just a gearhead like me and you like to hear all about that neat tech and modification tips and tricks that we talk about so much here on the show i bet you might even like to hear your questions specific to your jeep and your build mentioned right here on the show well each and every week we take submissions from all over the world but this week we came up empty guys apparently you guys are out taking summer vacations and stuff and not you now writing into the show no nonetheless take us to task jeepers we want to hear from you let us know about those jeep questions that keep you up at night or what those three little letters mean on that light that's on in your dash? No matter what the question is, we'll answer it here on the show live on the air. And remember, there's no such thing as a stupid question. We've all been a new Jeeper at one point in time. So get your questions into the show and hear them answered live on the air. And who knows? We may even give you a special shout out to shoot us, shoot us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com with a subject line, Tech Talk. This is Zach from CNM Jeeps. This
1: is Lisa Simon from Chim Perfect. This is Alan
4: Peterson with Painless Performance Wiring. This
1: is Amy from TNA Decal.
4: This is Neil from sfj 4 x 4com This is Randall Spear, Motorsports Manager from Dana Aftermarket. This is Paul Wolf from ENI USA RM. Hey, I'm John Eastmore from Black Forest. This is Nathan Leahy from Mickey Thompson Tires and Wheels. And you're listening to the Jeep Talk Show. Yeah, a nice big Jeep wave goes out to all of our friends and fans in the off-road industry. We thank you for your support. Hey, this is Tony. And I'm Tammy. And this is Josh. And you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do, so at the beep, leave your message. Oh, the show just wouldn't be the same without hearing from you guys. Be sure to call our 24-7 voicemail line, 530-675-4102. Nobody will ever answer that phone, so don't worry if it's 3 o'clock in the morning and maybe you've had a few too many. Just jump over to our website, uh, JeepTalkShow.com. You can leave us a message there as well. Just click the Leave Voicemail button.
5: Hey guys, it's Nate. I'm just calling back with an update. Uh, you might remember I called in uh, a while ago with a buddy of mine who had treated his Grand Cherokee sort of like a submarine and uh, <laughs> <laughs> blew out his 5.7 liter Hemi. Um, he re- I, I recently had a chance to catch up with him. and He's had the engine replaced uh, via a shop. And yeah. uh, they did do some investigative work to figure out exactly what happened that made the uh, the old engine blow the way it did. And I mean, contrary to everything that we were able to identify on the trail, and from watching the video and watching him go through the water, he did indeed get water in through his intake. I mean, I don't know how much. Couldn't have been much, but I guess it was just enough to give him issues. So, uh, yeah, he's got the Jeep back. It's running and driving. He, uh, he's he got a ridiculous number of uh, electrical problems and <laughs> engine accessories like his air-conditioning. Uh, clutch and things like that, but uh, at least he's got the thing back and it's driving, but man, the amount of money he said he's had to put into this thing so far to get it replaced, I think he should have just got rid of the thing (laughs) and got himself another used Jeep. But, uh, oh well, his decision, not mine, I suppose. I guess at the end of this he'll have a new Jeep, just waterlogged new Jeep. So, anyway, um, yeah, just thought I'd give you guys an update since I had called and asked about it, so uh, alright, thanks, bye.
0: I definitely like the idea of somebody not just throwing the Jeep away and moving on to another one, uh, you know, taking the time to, to repair it. But, uh, it's going to be so expensive unless you're, you know, sourcing the best priced part parts yourself and doing the work yourself. And the biggest is going to be that, uh, well, the the two biggest is going to be the engine and transmission. And if you don't know how to do engine work, uh, which uh can be very expensive, but the transmission work is gonna be hugely expensive. He didn't mention transmission. Uh maybe he got lucky and didn't have a transmission issue, but uh you know, hats no, off to you. A full motor
4: swap though. A yeah. full motor swap, good lord, man. That's that well, I mean, when you hydrolock a motor, you're gonna be damaging all kinds of things. It's not yeah. just gonna stop. You know, it, it's you you can't compress water, and our engines are basically just one gigantic air compressor. And when you suck water into into the combustion chamber and those pistons come up and try and compress what ordinarily would be just a fuel and air mixture Mm -hmm. uh, that's atomized. But instead, it's trying to compress a big chunk of water that's in there. Uh, Water doesn't budge. It doesn't compress. But guess what does? Metal. It will break and it will shatter and things will blow up. And that sounds like what exactly what happened to uh, Nate's buddy's Jeep. So, but glad he's back on the road. Glad nobody got hurt through all this, and glad you guys were able to to figure things out. And, and at least he's uh, he's back on the trail.
0: You know, I forget exactly what the procedure is, but uh, I know uh, I've seen on uh, car shows where they're uh, building engines, and they'll take a piece of plastic that has a little hole in the top and sit it on top of the head uh, over the the uh, the piston, and then they'll fill that area. Above the, above the piston with, with liquid and measure how much they're putting in there. They're, they're trying to see what the displacement is. Well, you know, usually with the, the higher compression pistons and they want to make sure uh, that they have the, uh, I forget exactly why you need to know the displacement, but they're calculating the displacement. And if you guys remember what I'm talking about, or if you don't know, uh, look for something like that where they're measuring the displacement of the cylinder. You'll see that there is not very much liquid in there. So it doesn't take. This is my point. It doesn't take much liquid to hydrolock a engine, because yeah. as soon as it comes all the way up and hits its top point, there's not much room between it and the uh, the uh, the valves. That's why sometimes you get, you have valves strike the pistons. So, um, you know, buy a snorkel. It's a lot cheaper than replacing the engine. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and there is a lot too. You can't just put a snorkel on on a vehicle and be done with it. There's a lot to hmm. it. But I think in this instance, at least he wouldn't have had to replace the engine. He probably would still had all the electrical problems, the AC issue, and so on and so forth. But he would have been driving it while while that was going on. So,
4: now it sounds like he might have a uh, heck of a battle ahead of him, uh, working out all those gremlins. But best of luck to Nate's
0: buddy. Great way to learn. Yeah.
5: Hey guys, it's Nate. I was just calling in about your comments during the Camp Fireside chat in episode two ninety. Yeah, I know Dave at the AOAA. Um, I've guided on some of his private rides. In fact, I'll be guiding for him this weekend at the Jeep Jamboree at the AOAA. Um, Yeah, so I've met Dave. I've also met Dave's wife. So Uh maybe I'll talk to Dave's wife about how he's offering private rides to girls at the Jeep shows. Yeah, (laughs) if you're going to try to name drop in Northeastern Pennsylvania, you're going to have to try a little harder, guys. (laughs) All right, thanks. Bye.
0: Well, dave uh dave and uh, Nate have a bone to pick apparently <laughs> oh, really? somebody's getting in trouble sleeping on, sleeping in the jeep tonight <laughs> sleeping in the garage with a bunch of tires uh if it's Nate all right so uh last week we uh had a call in from uh Craig, and uh, you may remember uh disabled vet uh degenerative brain disease i actually said that word correctly I'm amazed. And uh, uh, we were going to remind you about uh, him this week, and uh, he was nice enough to call in another voicemail for us. So uh, here he uh, here he is. Take it away, Craig.
5: Hi, this is uh, Craig William Owen, Army Vet Four on Twitter. Uh, just calling again. I'm a little bit more together today. I would like to thank everybody that's been real supportive to me on uh, Twitter. Um, I've made. Just a couple donate, or I've gotten just a couple donations. Um, I have a degenerative brain disease, and I'm not quite sure how long I'll be able to drive. I'm just looking for an old jeep. I'm not trying to to ask for a million dollars or a new house. I just, I just miss my jeep and want to ride again before I completely lose it. Um, Thanks for your support.
0: Now I don't know if you picked up on there or not, uh, but uh, he said he's had a couple of donations, uh, and uh, for you people in New Jersey, that's two. And uh, <laughs> it's, I'm actually uh, over at I'm actually over at the
4: GoFundMe.com slash Disabled uh, oh, hyphen Veteran. That that's his uh, that's the 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 um, the page that you need to go to. We'll have the the link to this in the yes. show notes. Uh, it's in the show notes for episode 290. We'll also have it in the show notes for episode 291. Uh, this episode here. So just go to JeepTalkShow.com, look for episode 291 or 290 and you'll be
0: able to find that link. Once again, it's GoFundMe.com slash disabled hyphen veteran. So as I was saying, uh, one of the things that he mentioned there was is that he got the donations but also too what was very important to him is people reached out to him on Twitter and, you know, uh, interacted with him and friended him and so on and so forth. So if you don't have uh, the, the minimum uh, amount of money that you can send to uh, Craig, I guess it's probably $5, uh, that's fine. Why don't you friend him on Twitter? Why don't you give him a pat on the back? Why don't you thank him for his service to the country? Uh, why don't you uh, retweet his uh, his, uh, his tweets for him and get the word out? So there's a lot of things we can do. And uh, one of the things I was, uh, I was chatting with him today uh, on Twitter, on direct message, And uh, I asked him if he was ever interested in ham radio because I was thinking this would be something he could do even if he wasn't driving a Jeep. I mean, Jeep <laughs> <Yeah>. takes gas. <laughs> and well, I guess ham radio takes another kind of gas, right, Josh? It's yeah, exhaling. So uh, I, uh, I mentioned to him about ham radio and if he thought he might be able to p- uh, pass a multiple guest test. And he was going to check into it. He was very interested in it. And uh, hopefully he, uh, we can find him a couple of ways to uh, uh, have, uh, have fun, uh, not only in his Jeep, but when he's not in the Jeep, uh, sitting there at the house uh, talking on the ham radio.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, if if that is something that that Craig is interested in, I'm gonna let him know the uh, the app that I used on my phone to that really made all the difference in the world for when I got my uh, ham radio license was called Ham Test Prep. It's a free app and it it is up to date and it will be an invaluable tool. Uh, that and some uh, some YouTube videos which have oh, yeah. practice tests in them. Uh between those two I mean I was able to ace my test so Oh it's uh, not a hard yeah, test at all. No it's it's well I mean there there is a fair amount of information there but but yeah if you study a little bit yeah be no problem. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm over at uh, Craig's uh, goFundMe page right now. Guys he's only got 150 bucks on there. We can do a lot better than that. This is uh, this is a, a service veteran. Um he has fought for our country. Uh he has himself a little bit of property and not a whole lot of time left to enjoy it. And the guy's last wish is to just be able to tool around his property in a Jeep once again before he's no longer before he no longer has the ability to do this. And and I can't think of, of a more deserving person for your guys' charity or or um, or you know help. And, and this GoFundMe page could certainly use a few more numbers. Um, you know that 150 is looking a little looking a little measly and that's not going to get him a, um, a very far into a Jeep. So. Um, now, this guy is in Kentucky. If you are in Kentucky and you maybe are sitting on two or three cheaps and maybe one of them is not in the best condition and you'd like to donate it, I'm sure that Craig would definitely want to talk to you. Um, once again, you would be able to, to, to get a hold of him um, and, and get some contact information and whatnot uh, at the GoFundMe page, gofundme.com slash disabled hyphen veteran.
0: I wonder if we can't, uh, even if we can find him a uh, a jeep that needs a fair amount of work. If we couldn't uh, round up some folks in the Kentucky area to to help him out, and that's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, maybe can... a
4: maybe a YJ that needs a motor swap, or you know, maybe a Cherokee that that uh, needs a new rear axle or something like that. I'm sure that there's there's somebody out there, you know, that that's within a you know a you know a few hour drive or something from where he's at that that could probably help him out or has something that will get him you know, kind of at least one more step further closer to, to the goal.
0: Yeah. I think we got to be able to do something as a, as a community for that. I just hope the show has enough reach that we can uh, get him, get him something going. And, uh, if we don't, if you know a group that does, you know, call them, let them know, uh, about, uh, Craig's situation. And, uh, I mean, I don't care. I, I, it's not about me or the show. It's just getting something done for Craig. Helping out a vet. Yes, exactly. All righty. Well, uh let's get over to some shenanigans. Yeah, it's something we look forward to each and every week. I
4: know you guys too. Show wouldn't be the same without the one and only Nikki G.
3: From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G and uh listened to the show last week uh you heard that uh, I swallowed a bug. And uh, <laughs> right. reminds me of uh, the second tweet I ever made to the Jeep talk show is uh, I tweeted I ate a bug and liked it (laughs) I'll have to revise that tweet Uh, I ate a bug and I loved it it had kind of a nutty flavor it was very delicious goes great with ice cream Uh, that being said last week uh, what I wanted to say was I haven't had time Play with my jeep too much uh everybody has liked my whale song so much oh, no. that uh, i've decided to start a band and uh we're doing whale song covers and we're calling ourselves the 999 megabytes yeah things have been tough because we haven't quite got a gig yet oh for and that's a joke for <laughs> it guys and it involves math so somebody will have to explain it to josh
4: Oh no! All right, boys and girls, I'll
3: chat (laughs) to you later. Nick G out.
4: (laughs) Oh my goodness!
0: (laughs) Oh man, just (laughs) (laughs) haven't
4: gotten a gig.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! Just when you think it's safe to listen to the Jeep Talk Show. (laughs) I know there's a lot of people
4: out there scratching their heads, and there's a lot of people out there that are groaning right now. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, gee, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) That's a great thing to do while you're bored at work, sitting there waiting for something to break uh, in the the IT world. All right, Josh. Well, uh, let's see. Ooh, must-have stuff for your Jeep. Uh, We gotta gotta have stuff. Love stuff. Yeah. No, there's there's
4: all sorts of things that we want.
0: For our jeeps there's uh, obviously things that
4: we would like to have, and there's things that you need to have now, are you bars. still using well you know, <laughs> there you go um, show done all right that wraps it up people um, no are, are you using a key or a stick you picked up off the ground to air down oh, uh, are yeah. you trying are you trying to damage the little delicate straighter valve inside the valve stem deflators are reliable they're easy to use and they get the job done fast and just what is your time worth? I mean, let's take a look at you know, all the times you go wheeling throughout the year. Add it up, and at the end of the year, how many hours of your life have, has been wasted airing down? You need to do it when you're out on the trail. The best thing to do it with is not a key or a stick or, you know, your girlfriend's fingernail. Get yourself a set of deflators. Now, I, I like these Barricade Tire Deflators. You can get them over at Extreme Terrain Outfitters for less than 30 bucks, and there's a bunch of varieties that you can find all over the web. Uh, for around the same price and these things will make airing down a lot easier and you can also do other things maybe get your lunch set up uh, double check your recovery points you know all that sort of stuff maybe one last check your fluids while you're airing down and the last thing you need to be doing while in the staging area is sitting searching for a stick or asking somebody for a screwdriver so that you can air down. Stick. Do you have deflators, Tony? Do you, you use something to to air down with, or uh, do you do you have a, a device?
0: The times that I have gone off road, I have not aired down. Oh my goodness! Didn't I think we t- actually we had a we had we
4: had a show uh, a topic one time a discussion about airing down and and the the benefits of it and why you going to do it. I know that Steve four point three LXJ has uh, given us a Jeep tip occasionally uh, here and there about airing down, and so see if we can't dig one of those up here for a future episode, but. But yeah, guys, if you're if you're if you're one of those people that insist on airing down like me, then
0: these things will definitely be invaluable, invaluable and a must have item for your Jeep. You know, something I uh, I thought about doing and I haven't done it yet is uh, I just air the tires up to what it says on the sidewall of the tire. Always have done that. And then we uh, I can't remember if it was a, a, a tech segment you did or one of the guests that we interviewed. But uh, those tires are made for much larger, uh, heavier vehicles. So the 32 PSI's I run on mine, I probably should be running a lot less uh, air pressure in the tire uh, than, uh, than 32. Uh, so yeah, I think it was the contact pattern that we were talking about when Tammy was doing the uh, uh, airing down using uh, dust or, or talcum powder or something to see what the contact pattern was. And, uh, but anyway, I, uh, I probably should air mine down just for daily driving.
4: Uh, after- Remember, there's, there's a difference between PSI and volume. Um, and so, even though you are running a 33-inch tire, which has a lot more air volume than, mm-hmm. say, your stock 27-inch tire did, um, nonetheless, the PSI is going to be the same. Now, obviously, if you're running a an E-rated sidewall, which you know has a much higher tow rating than than say, you know, a uh, uh, um, you know an E a, a, a C-rated or something like that, well, uh, obviously, you know that's going to be a stiffer sidewall, but it still contains the same PSI. The same volume of air as the same size of tire. But the PSI is what's important. And so if you look on uh, typically in the door jam of most vehicles, you're going to find uh, an information placard um, which has a bunch of information about the vehicle. It'll have the VIN number, the data manufacturer, and it should also have the recommended uh, tire pressure for your vehicle. Sometimes this information is in the glove box, but uh, in any case, that's the recommended PSI that you want to run. Now, T- obviously the number on the sidewall of the tire is the recommended PSI for that tire but that's not going to necessarily translate to uh, what is going to work best for your vehicle uh, typically it's around 32 to 35 PSI I think anything below that you're getting a little too soft anything more than that eh, you're just going to start losing traction you might be spinning your tires on, uh, on wet road or something like that but uh, in any case uh, find out what the recommended PSI is for your vehicle and regardless of your tire size that's the pressure that you want to be running. Hey, guys, you want to help support the show? You like what you hear? You're getting any degree of benefit from this whatsoever? Well, help us out. You guys can ben- help, the- help the show out by going to Amazon.com or JeepTalkShow.com slash Amazon. You're doing any online shopping at all? Well, help us out. Use the Amazon link. And anything that you buy through the through the Amazon link for the next 24 hours, uh, is we're going to get a little bit of a chunk from that. We're going to get a little kickback from Amazon – from your purchases. Now, you're not going to pay a red cent more. There's no additional markup. It's not subsidized into the price or anything like that. It's a great way to stick it to the man, if you will, and also help support your favorite off-road podcast. Once again, jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon.
0: Yeah, the Amazon stuff is, uh, when we, we, we get a check from Amazon, uh, it's great. Uh, we have enough people out there, enough uh, of you listeners, that uh, it makes a, a big difference. It really helps. It pays like a month worth of uh, Uh, Internet and uh, the service that we have to pay for to bring the show to you. So uh, it's not every month, uh, but it's a lot more months than it has been in the past years that I've been paying for this by myself. So, oh, and guys, don't <laughs> think that we're making uh, money hand over oh, fist oh. on this. Uh, we
4: actually, recently we had somebody write into the show that had heard about my my personal problems uh, and medical problems and stuff, and and the reason why I, my Jeep is no longer on the road right now, um, and uh, wanted to have a portion of his of his Amazon proceeds. From his six hundred dollar purchase, go towards you know my, my charity. Right. Uh, unfortunately, the, from his six hundred dollar purchase, I think we got less than thirteen dollars or something
0: yeah. like that. Yeah, it was like so. 13, I mean,
4: it, it's dimes. nickels and dimes, folks. Nickels, even on the high dollar, um, high dollar purchases, it's nickels and dimes. And of course, we never know how much we're going to get from what. It's always on a sliding scale. It's always changing. Uh, and, and so it's just you know one of these things to where if you guys want to help us out. Keep the show and keep great content coming to you guys. When you do your online shopping, think of us. JeepTalkShow.com slash Amazon, and the rest of well, it will just happen behind the scenes.
0: And the wonderful thing about it is, is that it doesn't cost anything except your, your time. I mean, you're going to go order anyway, and you just have to remember to go to JeepTalkShow.com slash Amazon first. And, and it's all about the numbers. If everybody that downloaded this show would go and, and, and shops at Amazon – not everybody does believe it or not Josh uh, I don't see that. <gasps> I love what? I love getting stuff from Amazon it's just so simple uh, but uh, if if everybody that downloaded the show went to our link first before ordering at Amazon uh, we probably could have enough money to send one of us out to a show or an off-road event or a jeeping jamboree and bring in more good stuff more good yeah. content for the show and pay for our bandwidth and our internet to bring you the show. So Look, we, um, we have
4: a dream of of getting us to the Easter Jeep Safari to do a show yeah. from the Easter Jeep Safari. And that I think that is like would be the pinnacle for the show. That's kind of our our you know going for the golden ring if you will. And and that's one of these things that that we've strived after, but it's it, it would be so expensive for us to do it each out of pocket by yeah. ourselves, you know, and unless we're doing it, you know, a year and a half in advance or something like that. Which even now is just not in the cards. No. And, and so, you know, if, if we get the support, the show grows and it has grown. And you guys have been doing an awesome job by telling your friends about the show and, and by supporting us using our links and stuff. And, and by, you know, uh, patronizing our, our, um, our friends of the show and, and other companies who we've interviewed and whatnot. And all of that helps grow our show. And it uh, helps us bring more content to you guys, and that's just what we want to do. That's all we're trying to do.
0: If we ever get to the point where we're just really raking in the money, you're going to see a lot of fun from the Jeep Talk Show because we're going to be going places and interviewing oh, yeah. uh, people out on the out on the watch trails, out extreme
4: four x four we're coming yeah, for you yeah
0: because we're going to have a lot of fun doing that too and, and I, I apologize for us talking so long about this but we never talk about it we we just touch yeah. on it here it and was there due time
4: to do time to plug it a little bit
0: yeah uh, and uh, but it, it is it, it is important to us the growth of the show uh, we want to make it bigger we want to make it better and. And you can help us. And it's really simple just to, you know, go to that link. Tell people that don't even do Jeep stuff, but, you know, shop at Amazon. Give them the link and tell them to use that anytime they go because it's not going to cost them anything to, to help support the show. Hey, another way you guys can help us out, certainly not as big of a help
4: as, um, <laughs> as the uh, Amazon link, but if you want to help us out by giving us a little bit of personal information, uh, take a survey for us. Would you head over to jeeptalkshow.com/survey. Give us a little bit of information about you. This helps us cater the show to actually who's listening to it. Now we're just guessing what yeah. you guys are <laughs> like and you know what you, how old you are and where you live, you know all this sort of stuff. We just guess. But if you guys give us a little bit of personal information, we can tailor the show a little bit more closely to who's actually listening. So once again, jeeptalkshow.com slash survey. Don't worry, we're not selling your information or anything no. like that. It's just for our personal use and so that we can better uh, t- tailor the show to our listeners.
0: So also too, Josh, I don't know if you, if you saw the most recent numbers. I think I shared the most recent survey numbers with you. Interestingly enough, 36% of the people that listen to the show listen without pants on.
4: Interesting. Interesting. I didn't know that that was a metric that we were, that we were recording.
0: It's a fill in the blank. I don't know why people ah. are sharing that information with us, but they are. Well, <laughs> good for them. <laughs> All right, Josh, we were talking about GoFundMe earlier and I, I know you didn't want to talk about this, uh, but I'd like to know what's going on with your GoFundMe. uh, just it, I've, Just been curious about what, how things are going. What are you gonna do? It's it's been up for a a few weeks, now, a couple, few weeks now, maybe two weeks. Is there a time limit on it? I can't remember how that works. I
4: don't. I don't think so. Look, I've never done anything like this before. I'm I'm not one. I dated the girl like like for help. (laughs) <laughs> so I've I've always I've always prided myself on my own self-reliance mm-hmm. and and that male pride gets in the way more times than I have counted and I can count. But um, this is one of these things where some unexpected uh, medical things popped up and and it just absolutely drained my savings. And how long and, has it been
0: now it, since you were, you drove your Jeep? Well, when you last drove it, has it been a year yet? It's well, yeah.
4: So it was last July. It was uh, actually right about this time so last year is when the it's head has been a so year really. Yeah, it's, it has been officially a year so yeah, this is was, the
0: deal people this is one of the reasons why he's he's talking about this GoFundMe is because he's been trying to do it the way Josh does it and it's been a year with a, a calamity of um, monetary issues and I mean you got a job you go to job every day you go to job you go to your job sick uh, it's just with the Honda being stole three times I mean it wasn't all in this, list, in this year time frame uh, but that's a big big expense to so you can go back and forth to work this has been a rough time and uh, really it was a, at my suggestion uh, Tammy says it was hers but neither here nor there uh, that we that he started goFundMe so he did and uh, you guys are, are helping out I, I, I personally really appreciate it I'm glad that we're able to uh, help Josh out a little bit here and maybe get him back on the road.
4: Now this isn't you know uh, so that i can buy some flashy new wheels or something like that oh, it, no. it is no this is this is major mechanical major engine work that that, that i'm in the middle of doing and, and right in the middle of it all i i had a bunch of medical issues that popped up and and it just ground the build prog- the build process to a complete stop and, and in mean, addition there's nothing i can do so now the the gofundme page is up to about 230 bucks um it's very shy of my goal, um, and but it's getting to the point now where I can just about start doing something with it, uh, I, with a cash donation that I received from a from a coworker uh, at uh, at work. Um, I think I'm going to be able to uh, to at least get something accomplished with the head. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to call up the call up the machine shop and and get a get a more accurate quote. You know where we're at. You know today, and and find out. Okay, you know, can we just do this? Can I get to this next step? And and if I can get you know little bits at a time, you know I, I use the old adage all the time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Lots of butter. And yeah, lots of butter. <laughs> um, so th- this is kind of like my elephant that I have to eat here, and it's just going to take one bite at a time before my elephant's finally back on the
0: trail again. Um, I know that you were when we were chatting the other day. You were looking. You were asking me about lifters, and I told you Melling. Go with the melling lifters. Have you mm-hmm. have you ordered those yet?
4: No, the the, the lifters and uh, and the push rods, which b- with both need to be replaced, uh, will probably be one of the last purchases. I, okay. I want to get the head work done and out of the way. That's kind of like oh, a yeah. big ticket item. You know, That's kind of the one thing that's like okay, this needs to get out of the way first. So if I have a a you know a finished head. Then it's just like okay, the, the big thing is out of the way. Now well, I just need to, you know, that's get, what I get was doing. Parts and, I was and, trying to and,
0: think and, where you were. I was hoping you already had the lifters and that stuff. So ooh, you get the head work done, and it's like ooh, I just drop these in here, put this in here, bolt that head exactly. down. Vroom, vroom. You know, so I was mentally going through yeah. the process about where you were. But no, now, if- I
4: could, I could use the the funds that are in the GoFundMe um, account right now. That's gofundmecom slash Jeep if you are so inclined. Um, I'm up to about 230 bucks right now, 270, 280, somewhere right around there. Um, I I could forego the head work for now. It's not it's not going to get the Jeep running any any sooner. But I could use this money to start purchasing gaskets, lifters, push rods, some of the hard parts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could get that much accomplished, but then I'd still be stuck because I still couldn't get any headwork. Yeah, so. the
0: headwork is going to be big, the biggest portion of this. Yeah, and uh, you know. I told you I reused the push rods on my engine rebuild. You don't have any bent ones, do you? Uh, one
4: of them, I think, it does have a little bit of an arc to it. Ooh. So I, I rolled I rolled them across, um, uh, and this it likely happened after I removed them. Oh, okay. uh, and I didn't keep them in order because, I, I mean, I, I pulled the head knowing that I'm going to be replacing the lifters. And I was fairly confident that I was going to just replace the push rods while I was at it. Um, you know the, the the push rods sit right on top of the lifters. I didn't really want to put old push rods on top of new lifters, even though there's really nothing wrong with doing that. Right. Um, I don't but, blame uh, you. I
0: mean, new is new is always nicer. But um, you're gonna were you gonna maintain the rockers that are on there now, or do, is that something? Yeah. So replaced? that's that's
4: gonna be part of the thing with the uh, with the head work is um, the obviously it's gonna need to be redecked, uh, gonna have it magna fluxed and right. hot cord. Um, to make sure there's there's no cracks from from the overheating when the head gasket blew, uh, and then once I get the green light on all of that, then a full three angle valve job is going to get done um, uh, up on the top. So the the valve seats are going to get reground, um, and uh, oh, and the, the valve guides will get it's will get honed. Just and so
0: pretty when you get it back, it's like right. oh, where is there, so, is so, there yeah, a clear so there, valve cover I can put on it?
4: <laughs> so the rockers, I mean, honestly, the the rockers, everything on the top end of the head look pretty good. Uh, and everything was solid before i took it off there wa- there wasn't a lot of play or anything like that so i did have some lifter noise and i wanted to make sure that the the oil was going to be getting up to the the head just fine so that was another reason for me swapping out the swapping out the, uh, the push rods
0: yeah well anyway so if you'd like to help Josh uh, along uh, i mean five dollars and this may be all of goFundMe I, I don't know that much about goFundMe but five dollars is the the minimum uh that you can uh, you can donate and uh just you know five bucks go over there and, and and donate five bucks to this deal and let's get josh back on the road because uh you know josh is going to be like tammy he actually goes off road <laughs> and and goes to these places and he just he's he talks to people and he records them so uh I, that's one of the reasons why i was encouraging him to do this is so he can get back out there on the trail and get us more uh it's because it really is all about the show josh <laughs> gets get some more stuff for the show and at the same time he has a, uh, another vehicle that he can drive to work when the Honda goes missing. Now,
4: guys, I, I, I'm not doing this for nothing. If you want to donate something, I'm going to give something back. Uh, obviously, this is for the show. This isn't just for me. This is so right. that I can get the Northwest 99XJ out to the show so we can do interviews and get you guys content and stuff like that. Uh, I'm willing to give something back. In addition to what the Jeep is going to be doing, I'm willing to give something for your donation. So I have five twenty-five. 100 and 250 dollar um, uh, things set up to where you can you could donate through these obviously you can donate any amount you want if you donate these amounts I'm going to give something back and they're all called a little something special and and each one of them uh, you're gonna get something very unique if you donate so uh, you donate to me I'm gonna donate to you I will give something back and uh, so check it, check it out GoFundMe.com slash save josh's Jeep and that's no apostrophe And, uh, and you guys can see there what I'm willing to do for you, for you helping me
0: out. So I'm going to go ahead and speak for you, Josh, like I do all the time. Uh, (laughs) Gina, if you want to donate, uh, he will take one of your burgers, just put it in one of those organ donation. I mean, those organ (laughs) traveling things. And ship it to him uh, (laughs) because he would be more than happy to have one of those wonderful burgers that you make. I'm thinking the one that has the blue cheese in it probably would be the. Oh, uh, I'm probably just thinking for myself now. No, no, no. I love blue cheese (laughs) gorgonzola. Yeah, yeah. It tastes horrible, but it tastes so good. All right, so uh, I don't really have anything going on. I uh, I'm still uh, uh, mulling around. I'm actually sp- uh, spending money on on things to help support the show. Uh, I actually got a, a, an actual honest to goodness server delivered today. It's a it's a it's an old server. Uh, it's not anything new. It's uh, 350 bucks, but it's the uh, uh, a really honest to goodness server with uh, redundant power supplies and. Uh, redundant drives and, and so so is, on, so is forth.
4: anybody going to notice anything different in the show or the way they hear things or not, the way that things look or thing. interact <laughs> over over on the forum or anything like that is, is is are the listeners or the fans of the show going to see any any change
0: not a damn thing it, it, well that's good that's <laughs> good that means that means that we're not going to be
4: downgrading anything but oh, in, no, in, the, is, in our upgrades uh it's going to be more reliability i think yes. than anything and and that means that that the the show site and and the servers and the and the uh the forum rather will always stay up and it will always be there uh, for you guys and there there won't be even if there is a crash well it'll be something that we can handle very quickly and things will be seamlessly back up and running or you guys won't even notice anything happened at all.
0: Yeah, that's that's the clue about uh, IT is making it where uh, the user never knows there's any issues. There can be issues, but if you can make it run. Uh, consistently constantly, the only thing i don't have is a way to power stuff, so if we lose power here uh, or if I forget to pay the internet bill <laughs> it 's down <laughs> it 's not much I can do about that uh, but uh, yeah, but anyway this uh, this server and oh uh, there's this actually one thing they may notice, even though it 's a big honking server and uh, when the uh, the server goes into what 's called blowout mode, you swear to God it 's a 747 getting ready to take off most <laughs> well, of the time it not while we're recording the well, show that's what i was gonna say so. most of the time <laughs> it's very quiet because they have a lot of uh, software in there to keep the noise to a minimum yet keep the processor and the memory cool so you may notice less background noise when i'm talking because i have the servers in the same room that i'm in ah, so okay. you guys may notice a, a, a nicer gentler tony well, the, the, <laughs> there won't be as many background noises.
4: <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of, uh, of recent acquisitions, you recently upgraded the lighting in your garage. How's
0: that How's that working out for you
4: now that everything's in there and working and, and all
0: that? It I know you've is, had a chance to, to... It is wonderful. The only thing, the downside to it is about the time that I did it is when it started getting hot outside. And I have not been able to pry my lazy ass out of this cool air-conditioned chair Mm. and go out in that sweltering sweltering swelteringly the extremely hot garage to do anything uh, except maybe go out there and look at the lights for 5 seconds and come back in and sit under a fan. It's really hot. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's I think we hit 100 the other day. Um so uh but I do need to get out there. I need to get out there and do a couple of oil changes which I'm uh, ho- hoping to do that this weekend. Oh, uh, I do have some interesting information. We last Sunday uh, I was pricing some uh, hats uh, with embroidered hats with the oh, Jeep Talk yeah. Show logo, and uh, I was pricing them online, and uh, I could not find one for less than twenty-five dollars a hat. Good lord! Four for hats, hat. four hat. hats, baseball hats, four baseball hats would be a hundred bucks, and that was before shipping. That's just ludicrous. I, I, who's going to pay that? Uh, people do. I mean, I think I got it down to like $14 hat. Uh, if I, if all I had to do was buy a thousand of them. Oh, is that all? <laughs> so no, it wasn't quite that many. I think it was a couple of hundred and it was, uh, it was down to like $1,400 the total Jeez. price on it. So anyway, I went, well, damn it. I have a nice embroidery machine that I bought my wife. She's into crafts and stuff. And I thought, you know, but I'll, I'll invest in a nice embroidery machine and uh, it's, a, it's like a prosumer. It's not a commercial one. It's not a, a, a home one. It's right in between. And uh, but there's the, it doesn't come with software. You have to buy the software or find the software or whatever. So I had done some, uh, I had done some digging around for the proper software, and we didn't have really good results. So it's just kind of being sitting on the back burner. Well, my desire to have uh, some baseball hats like for, uh, uh, for Bart or Royal whenever they go to these shows, or even you and Tammy, uh, to you know, sport the Jeep Talk Show logo and not just a painted one or silkscreened one but a nice embroidered one uh, I, uh, I broke that thing out and Sunday I, I think we cracked the nut and we actually uh, embroidered a, a, a polo shirt, an old polo shirt of mine and it looked really, really good so uh, we bought a couple of hats off of Amazon jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon and uh, through Prime and I think they were like 6 bucks, almost $7 for the hat I bought two different types, so I could see which one I thought was best, uh, that would look the best, and uh, it was large enough size to actually fit, you know, the head properly. And um, I, I'm uh, tomorrow or Saturday. I'm gonna build a little. Um, I forget what they call it. It's not a loom. It's like a not a jig. It's something the hat fits on that you can put it into the machine and hold it steady while it's doing the embroidery. All right, and uh, this, uh, my wife found a, a thing about using a clipboard. <laughs> so you basically use the clamp on the clipboard, and you have to cut out a section in the jigsaw middle. good idea. Yeah, where you cut out a section in the middle of the clipboard where the the needle and stuff goes. So uh, she she got me a clipboard, and I just have to cut it out uh, the proper size. And you got a uh, jigsaw. Yeah, and uh, we're going to uh, maybe tomorrow. Might as might be as early as tomorrow. Try. A uh, embroidery Jeep talk show hat, and we will figure it out. We will get it going, and, and I feel pretty confident. Well, we'll probably get it right on the first try, honestly, after we've already yeah, done the shirt.
4: That's confidence. I love it. Uh, you posted up a, a sort of a, a mock uh, a image of what this might look like, and, mm-hmm. and really, <laughs> that's pretty stunning. So, yeah, embroidered Jeep talk show logo. That's going to be something else, guys. Look for that, hopefully, very soon, and uh, God, if there's a chance we can get these out to you guys, well... Might just be able to do that.
0: Well, I'm. Uh, I was actually looking at the price, and this isn't a uh, an actual price. This, this is me looking at it? But we might right. be able to get it out for somewhere between fifteen and eighteen dollars shipped. So, oh. yeah. Hey, yeah, under twenty shipped to your door. Okay, that's a little bit more of a fair in, price in the forty-eight continental United States, the lower forty-eight, as they say, yeah. uh, because you know they have that UPS, that USPS box, the the flat rate shipping box. And uh, we have shipped out hats before for the XG talk show hats. Uh, and uh, we, I know we can use those. So we may be able to get a shirt, may be able to get an embroidered hat out to you. Oh, and if you wouldn't mind, if you're interested in a Jeep talk show hat, um, I'd like to know what color hat and what color embroidery thread would be the most common, you know, the one you would like to use the most. So, um, if you'd send an email to info at Jeeptalkshow.com and, uh, it seems black is the, is the one that's the most favorite for everybody on a, a baseball hat. And, uh, it's not that big a deal. I can order any color from Amazon. And since I've got prime, I can buy one or I can buy a 500. It's, it's going to be free shipping and it's going to be the same cost for each one of them. Actually, it might go down. Uh, so, but I'd like to get an idea of, uh, if you're interested in a, a Jeep talk show hat, that we haven't created yet, and we're still working on, uh, and probably under 20 bucks. Uh, if you don't mind, just send, send us an email, info at jeeptalkshow.com, and let us know the color of the hat and the color of the thread. Because this going to be one color. Uh, the logo is this going to be one color. I'm thinking like a black hat with white thread, but maybe you like gold. Maybe you like, you know, some other color on there. And I'd just like to get an idea of what everybody would like. Uh and uh, I'm, I'm not going to say for sure, but we might actually be able to customize these things and, like, maybe put your name on the back. Oh, now we're getting fancy. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, let's just flip it over and let the machine go, right? Line it up and let it go. All right, guys. Well, we ran a bit over tonight, but that's what happens when it's just me and Josh here. and uh, yep, Tammy's, not, do. Tammy's not looking at us, staring at us, making us feel guilty and hurrying us, uh, hurrying us up. <laughs> so, hope she's having a good time. And, uh, oh, yeah. I don't think she was supposed to talk about uh, Royal giving her a, a a a tour over there. She keeps talking about it, so uh, I don't know. I guess he'll work it out. Yeah. <laughs> he could tell her whenever she gets there. Uh, but looking forward to hearing about that if, if she could talk about it. Well, let's get over to some Wheeling where. Yeah, really quick, we're going to talk about some events that are coming up here in the very near future. These are
4: uh, ones that we've talked about before, guys. Just want to give you a friendly reminder about the Off Road Nights Mall Crawl Cruise in. Happening in Temecula, California uh, at the Temecula Mall right off of the I-15, August 5th uh, f- uh, from 2 to 10 p.m. There's no website, guys. It's sort of an underground, spur-of-the-moment type of an event, but this is going to be a fairly big cruise-in. So far, uh, I've been hearing a little bit of buzz about it, so be sure to check it out. If, you, if you're if you going, let us know. We'll want to know how it goes. Also happening August 10th through the 13th is the Rubicon Trail Jeep Jamboree Run, For more information about Jeep Jamboree and what they do, guys, these are the epic Jeep runs, JeepJamboreeUSA.com. And Steve, 4.3LXJ is hosting a one-time-only special event, August 19th and the 20th. Uh, He's planning on wheeling in the Tillamook State Forest. That's my neck of the woods, Uh, Saturday and Sunday, August 19th and 20th, followed with a trip to Lincoln City the day after to view the solar eclipse, which I'm sure you guys are done hearing about. Uh, Wheeling trails will be chosen according to who shows up. Included will be some instruction and spotting techniques for those who are interested. Contact Steve, 4.3 LXJ, over at xjtalk.com or jeeptalkforum.com. And this one is a great event that you guys definitely want to be a part of or at least help support the ninth annual Topless for Tatas. Uh, August 11th through the 13th at Roush Creek, Pennsylvania. All proceeds are going to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. If you or anyone in your life has been touched by breast cancer, please consider volunteering or at the very least reaching out to see how you can help donate or help. For more information or help support the cause, head over to toplessfortatas.com.
0: Oh, and if you go out there uh, with Steve and uh, watching that uh, that eclipse, i uh, love to get some pictures of you with Steve and uh, maybe uh, right there in front of his Cherokee if uh, if possible. I uh, would love to show some of those pictures on the show. So uh, if you go out there and you meet Steve, uh, send us some pics. Yeah, he's, uh, I hear that he might be going
4: out there a little bit early, so I'm going to actually get a hold of him and see if he and I can't hook up ahead of time. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it for the eclipse party or not. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, I am definitely going to be trying to hook up with Steve.
0: I don't think you want to be out there during the eclipse. It's going to be I mean, a it's nightmare. Gonna be a
4: madhouse, let alone <laughs> trying to get there and get back. Yeah, so I, I think I might be doing this uh, a little bit ahead of time.
0: I so. mean, you'll be able to see the eclipse from, from your place just fine, right?
4: Yeah, no, I'll see it, uh, but the uh, what do they call it when it's um, fully... Uh, oh, you won't a, see a full a, eclipse? Well, it'll be 85-90% of oh, one. Oh, okay. Well,
0: that's why so, everybody's going to that place then, I yeah. guess. Yeah.
4: There is a there's a small path right, right you know through the through the middle there that where you know this is going to be the the total uh total total eclipse and uh, anybody outside of that will still see it but I understand that the effect is slightly different and and I've I've been hearing a lot of weird things about what people are going to see in that little path of a full eclipse so it have, should be
0: interesting. Have you have you ever been in uh a, a, no I won't say a full eclipse but one that. Uh, t- you know, it was, a, you know, 85, 90% uh, coverage? No, I mean, I've, I've been in, in some that were
4: close to 50. I think this is, this is going to be the
0: biggest one that I've ever seen. Um, okay. I, I have seen multiple eclipses before, just not to this caliber. So uh, I've seen one, and I have to go back and look and see how much the percentage was. I don't think it was a full eclipse, uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, whenever it got to the, the maximum, it mm-hmm. looked really, really strange outside. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's not a it's not a, a morning and evening type thing. Uh, the the lighting is very strange because you know it's coming from uh, the the above source like it normally would. So you don't have all that uh, that uh, the nitrogen in the atmosphere uh, taking the blue out and making it orange looking. It's just a very weird color. Uh, well,
4: I hear and, uh, there's some very odd anomalies that happen with shadows and stuff too. I can um, to see that. Yeah, the things that you will never, ever see anywhere else except for during an eclipse, these weird sort of anomalies that happen in, in shadows and, and the and the outskirts of, uh of uh, you know, where that, you know, where that totally there's a term for it. It's bugging me that I can't. I, and I know the word, the word total is in there somewhere. I know somebody in the no. chat is going to be.
0: Oh, yeah. it's, it's called this, you idiot. <laughs> Look it up for the post show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Oh, and just a quick reminder, uh, of course, use proper eyewear, make sure you protect your eyes. Uh, if you've ever taken a magnifying glass to an ant, that's what's going to be happening to your, happening to your retina. If you're looking at the sun, especially through a telescope or binoculars. So make sure you protect your eyes properly. Hey, new to the show, maybe watching us on YouTube is your first time with us? Well, we want you to know we make it really easy for you to listen to the show while you're on the go. You can install the Jeep Talk Show app on your Apple or Android device. That's phones or tablets. Of course, you can always find our episodes at the jeeptalkshow.com website.
4: Hey, we all live in a day and age of instant gratification. So why would you wait four days to see your favorite off-road podcast finally show up on iTunes? We love the easy access that iTunes gives all of our listeners, but we know you guys want the Jeep Talk Show now. <laughs> so in the spirit of instant gratification, you need to instantly download and install the Jeep Talk Show app on your iOS or Android phone, or tablet for that matter. With our new apps, you can truly have the latest Jeep Talk Show episode on demand and days ahead of everyone
0: else. The apps are free and available for download right now. Free. Free. So continuing our domination of all things media, uh, we're on YouTube. Watch us uh, on the live show or watch past shows at YouTube.com slash show. Oh, and if you uh, subscribe, you'll be notified of new ideas, and Josh will get a cookie. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> hey, are you thinking, boy, the Jeep Talk Show sure sounds like a lot of fun?
4: I, I was I could be a part of the show. Well, of course you can. Just send us an email at info at jeeptalkshow.com and tell us your idea of what you can do for the show.
0: We love our listeners and we love the involvement. Are you listening? Well, the Jeep Talk Collins show. <laughs> are you listening to the Jeep Talk Collins Show? Are you? Are you? Uh, What is this? It's a podcast where you can call into JTS, and our scientists have devised a way that uh, Tony and I, oh, I think that should be Tammy and I, (laughs) (laughs) can stream audio and video to you live, and you can talk back. I know. It's a little scary, but it's really fun. Join Tony and I every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time and call in. That's youtube.com slash jeeptalkshow. That's a, a writer not writing the things right down in those show notes. That's what that is. <laughs> well, that's it for
4: this week, guys. Until next week, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Friend us on Facebook. Circle us like Vultures on Google+, and above all else, be sure to tell a friend about the Jeep Talk Show. So... No matter where you're wheeling, if you pack it in, let's pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor recreation and destination in as good, if not better condition than they were when we arrived. And remember, you always tread lightly. 10 designated trails don't wheel where you're not supposed to. If you'd like to learn more about the Tread Lightly principles and how you can help keep our trails and public lands open for off-road use, head over to www.treadlightly.org.
0: I'm so disappointed. You went over by about five seconds. I blame that Tony guy for uh, <laughs> for carrying on. <laughs>